Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Holy shit. Are you a little stressed out? Like, I, I couldn't sleep last night. No, I couldn't either. Sack and Jack brought I needed to you by... A, I, I, yeah, go ahead. Sack and Jack brought to you by VetOnline.ag. Oh, my God. We are about, uh, I don't know, 15 hours removed from the second greatest moment in program history, perhaps like single moment. And yeah, Rob, you're right. I couldn't go to bed until like one. I was just like looking through media stuff, seeing what all the talking heads had to say, finding any article I could read about how Gonzaga dominates UCLA. Uh, dude, I am so proud of these guys. I, that That's the word proud. Like, am I shocked a little bit surprised? Yeah. Kind um, of, but you're you're. But at, we talked about it. this team could go all the way and win. I think they can win it now. I do. It it doesn't. It's, it's so not funny a terrible how we talk. It's, We're backpedaling now. Well, no. I, I will say. I think we mentioned this. I think you know. We said. I think we talk about this every episode. Six weeks ago, if you get if you said, "Hey, you guys have a great first weekend. You get to the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, you'll lose an nail biter to UCLA." I'd be like, "Okay, cool." Good season, successful season. But yeah, now that we're in the thick of it, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm greedy. Three wins down, three to go. Uh, this team, I have been critical of, I think you could say. Uh-huh. But Rob, <laughs> yeah, we've got our flaws. Uh, our guards yesterday in the first half couldn't dribble. That's a problem. You need guards to dribble. Uh, but is this the most exciting Gonzaga team we've ever had? Like night in, night out, you have no idea. Half to half, possession to possession. I was gonna say half <laughs> to half, because like there's games throughout this whole season that I'm like, oh, this is a blowout, and then that whole half, you're like, this. Come on, boys, can we turn it around? All of a sudden, second half, it's a different, completely different. I don't oh. know what this speech is at halftime anymore, dude. And the thing, Rob, is like. The confidence out of nowhere, like first half, yes. first half, it didn't look like they belonged on the same court with UCLA kicking yes. the ball all around, turning over like it's very, very, very uncharacteristic of a Gonzaga basketball team. Maybe not for this team, but then the second half they come out and they're like, okay, whatever. We're just going to stop UCLA for 11 straight minutes and score pretty much at will on the other end. Like the confidence in the moxie to do that is crazy. Crazy. No, I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited to see where this goes, man. Like, <laughs> I really, I think we could do it this season. I do too, dude. I do too. Now let's, let's get in. I know. It. I know. Look at us now. We're looking, we're just bandwagon guys. Well, yes. I know. But I know. But we have to be. We were I'm recording pr- when it's funny. Cause if you look at the analytics of the podcast, like, the season takes a huge dip in January, February when we were losing games and like not looking great. And yeah. now the, you're the bandwagoner fan who wasn't back there listening during the dog days of January, February. Facts. Been here. Facts. Um, God, what was I getting at? Okay. So second half during, I mean, really the whole game, especially down the stretch, the Drew Timmy. What an animal. We talked last week about like what a cornerstone performance he turned in against TCU. 
And if that was his last win as a zag, like what a great one it was. Then he had a better game against UCLA on a bigger stage. My God, Rob. My God. Top top 10, top 15 all-time college player. Dude, you – I'm, I'm rarely speechless. I am lost for words to describe what kind of effort Drew Timmy put in at T-Mobile on what the, the fourth biggest stage that this sport has to offer. Unbelievable. And again, like we said, everybody – in Las Vegas, everybody in the country knew we were going to Timmy every time and they still couldn't stop him. Couldn't stop him. And he just kept grinding. Like I, it was pretty incredible to watch that. Like, and you knew the ball was going to him and they just couldn't stop him. He was out in the second half for a total of like 90 seconds of game time. Maybe yeah. like four, like right around the seven, eight minute mark coming back from the eight minute media, eight minute media. I think it was, yeah, and I was like, I was like panicking because I didn't see him on the floor. Obviously, he came back shortly. But let's let, let let's go through the emotions of the game, starting from from the tip to the final whistle. Like I said, I thought the season was over, and I was thrilled that I decided not to go to Las Vegas because I was like, boy, oh boy, I would hate to be sitting there watching UCLA celebrate while we're down right. twenty in the second half. You know what I mean? Like, what a bummer ending to the season. That's the nature of the sport. Your season ends. Either you're cutting down the nets or you you go home disappointed. That's great. That's American sports. Um, I thought we would make a little run, but UCLA kind of had our number. The way UCLA was carrying themselves, a bunch of confident Christians, <laughs> our Christian, not, not, not the religion. Yes, 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 yes. I get where you're going. Uh, the halftime, Mick, uh, the sideline reporter asked Mick Cronin, like, how, you know, wh- what an excellent performance. What do you, you know, wh- what did you see? What was the game plan coming in that allowed you to be up 13 at half? And Cronin was like, oh, you know, when the guys make shots, you look like a much better coach. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, he looked very confident. The salesman. The salesman. He looked very confident. And he looked like we got this in the bag. We got these guys figured out. And then, my God. The second half output offensively of UCLA, Rob, how astonishing was it to watch them miss shot after shot after shot? And I, I think Dude. I didn't. Uh, the, the how many minutes level, were they? How many minutes did it go with? I think it was like 11, making... 12 game minutes. Like it was like north of 10 minutes. I've the highest level I've played basketball was freshman year, St. Vincent's High School. But I know couple of time trips down the court if you start if you keep missing all of a sudden the missing becomes a habit you know what i mean and it's harder yeah, and well, harder to score like the longer the drought the harder it is to score i know that sounds crazy and stupid but if you think about it it's profound okay stay with me <laughs> okay stay with me but there was this uh sports psychologist and he said that you have to find the right peak throughout your game during a game. Yeah. I think they peaked too early in the half. And then what happens is your game starts to diminish. If you peak too fast. Like anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you go on a run and you start sprinting, you can't run. Yeah. 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 
And so what happens is you start to diminish. I think they just started to, they got tired. They started missing nine minutes straight. It was something like that. Yeah. It's outrageous. And dude, watching it and watching the body language of the UCLA players, like right around yes. maybe the four or five minute mark, I was like, oh, we got this in the back. No, but then no, I, I know, I know, that. I know, I know, I know. I didn't say that out loud, oh. but I was thinking it. Like the way they were carrying themselves, they looked completely defeated. And then I think their minds they were like, I can't believe we just fucking blew a 13 point lead to these yes. guys. Yes. But that's I and then you just were like, okay, we got this. I was I was just like, all right, I think I can leave. I can, you know, and then all of a sudden they started just crawling back. Chipping away. We're missing free, we're missing free throws. We can't. Oh, Dude. We can't jeopardize this fucking free throw shit. Like, we have to make these. I, okay. Okay, let's backpedal. Let's backpedal. I know, I know. So, leading, so we go on that run and finally, I don't know, what is it, like seven minutes to go, we take our first lead or whatever. I should, probably should bring up the game recap. But everyone who's listening to this saw the game and, and know the moment it happened. And then we go up like maybe I don't I don't know when it was, but we had all the momentum in the world, and UCLA was dead in the water. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Rob, we have an unforced backcourt by oh. Julian to Malachi. I want and at that point, Julian had not done anything to get us back in the game. We were, I mean, it was oh. like, it was, it was the, it was the Timmy oh, and Malachi go. show. Here you it was, go. It was the Timmy and Malachi show. It was all Timmy with right. a sideshow of Malachi hitting, hitting big nut threes and just making cool plays. And then an unforced backcourt. Dude. Like that, that one, that one blew my, I was like, what the hell was that? And I think we were all watching it in real time. Like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, no. And Malachi tried, I'm pretty sure it was Malachi. Malachi tried to save it by jumping. Like, dude. Yeah. If you're coaching eighth grade basketball and a kid does that, you're screaming at fifth him. grade, fifth yeah, grade. You know better. You you just know better. That's like oh basketball one hundred and one. Hey, I, I whoa 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 whoa. Here's the thing. I, no no no. But I've thrown the ball to Coach Few during a game, so I, I I'm not even I'm not I've done that before. So it it is what it is. It's it, sometimes you I, you take a little brain fart. I guess you I, you call it. I don't know. But it's not the right time. That is not the right time. Not the right time. And that was just like, and at the time I was like, I wanted to rip my TV off the wall. I was going insane. Um, But anyway, so back to your point, we're up comfortably with what, 90 seconds to go. We were legit up 10 at one point. And it was like, this is the greatest comeback in program history, given the stakes and everything. This is unbelievable. Then it looked like in the same game, we were going to have it was going to go from potentially the greatest upset to the biggest joke yes. job. Dude. Like what in in the span of like ten minutes of Dude. real time. Oh, I, 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 that that was you, you just you're like, no, this ain't this isn't happening. There's not enough time. There's Dude. not enough time. Hundred percent. I was like, there's no way we're gonna pull there's no way. And they would get, you know, the Hawkeyes would get an and one. It was like, all right, but we're still up. Five with seven, fucking, seven, five, yeah, seven with, and it was like, okay, 40 seconds. All we need is we just hit a couple free throws. We're in the back. That wasn't happening. And one. Yeah. And one. Dude. And then dude. And then when they, first of all, 
I think it was Anton missed two free throws down the stretch. Timmy. What? Timmy oh, Timmy. Oh, aired. God. Timmy, that first one <laughs> was an, was almost an air ball. My God. And it, we're not hating on Timmy. You can't hate on a guy that has 36. No. Well, that first one, boy. Woo, Dude, that, and then you like, oh boy. And then you knew that second one was not going in. He overcompensated. Well, the second one's going long. Back the second one's going yeah. long Dude. because he's overcompensating for that first one. Oh god. And but. then yeah, them them getting the ball and coming back, and I was like, okay, fuck. Get a stop, please. I mean, it would be, I was thinking this will be fitting if we win it on the defensive end here. UCLA has not scored in the second half. Like everyone looks very uncomfortable with the basketball in a UCLA jersey. Um for them to hit that three to go up one with 13 goddamn seconds. Well, left. I wanted to puke. <laughs> I, <didn't laughs> I just wanted to vomit all over. Oh dude. I could I... not believe it, Rob. I was like, oh we and then you know like that's the look we went over the numbers Last week, since 2015, there is no better team in the tournament in terms of total number of wins than Gonzaga. But people associate Gonzaga with a, that, that, those that those play. moments, right? That those moments, play. right? Yes. And you know what? As they should, because that's what I would do if I was like a cat. If I, you know, if like that's something that, like, it's a, if Creighton loses in spectacular fashion, this happens. I don't know. I'm taking a shot at Creighton. But if they lose in spectacular fashion, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, Creighton, knowing nothing about the basketball program. Right, right. They kind of blow it on the big stage, don't they? Which is not fair, but that's how that's how this that's how this thing goes. With 13 seconds to go, we had to come up the whole court, down one. What were you thinking we were going to do? I thought it was going to be a quick layup. Yeah. Yeah, we were down one, right? We were down one with 13 well, seconds yeah. to go. I thought it was a quick layup, like something. Get where something we going some... towards the basket. Yes, and try to get like maybe Timmy, but uh, something going towards the basket, put foul pressure on him. Damn, I was wrong. Dude. There's so, and then you were so like, damn, that is deep. That wasn't just like a close three. Every single Zag fan. Every single Zag fan. Casual fans were probably like, oh, here we go. But every single Zag fan, God bless him, when Julian pulled from the logo, what are we doing? Yeah, I know. Followed like uh, like hands to head. That's not the shot. We've got 10 seconds. Hands hmm. to head to hands immediately in the air screaming. Un got dude, the ball's on few. To make like I don't oh. that was a hell of a it was the same play they ran uh, against the, BYU right uh yeah 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 but if you look at the Villanova game winner back from 2016 it's like a carbon copy it's the same play the trailer right. the trailer right. waits and hits here's there's three possible outcomes there right one he makes it great unbelievable fuse a genius Julian's an all time. Julian no, owned he just all had the balls to shoot that. I, that's I don't that's one outcome. Yeah. That's one outcome. Great. Another very real outcome is he air balls. Goes out of bounds, season's over. Goes out of bounds, UCLA gets the ball, we foul them. There's like seven seconds to go. Season's more than likely over. Third, he clanks it, 
And that's not going to be a soft rebound for Anton or Timmy no, to get. Long Robin. Rebound. Long it's a rebound. long rebound, and it's chaos for the last six seconds. And we'd be these lucky. are all hypotheticals. Guys. I know. I'm just I, running I, through it. I'm running through it. I'm running through it. I'm running through it. I'm running through it. I'm not. But I, just think about that. Like dude. I understand getting a shot. You clear. You're not holding, dude. When Stan Van Gundy was like, "They got a score here. They can't. They don't have time to wait around." It's like, yeah, no shit. Like if we were tied, obviously the play is to okay. hold for the last shot. But then they come back down. Oh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That shot. It ain't over, though. That's the coldest part. That's a good look. He had a good look there from, like, just over half court. As good as a look you can have. Okay, so, oh, 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 I see what you mean. I see. Immediately, immediately, immediately coming down. Immediately they came down. They scored. They scored, and you go. Or, no, they missed. We scored. We score. They inbound quickly. There's like six seconds to go. They're coming up quick. And Tiger Campbell has it off on the right-hand side, like on the other. But why did he have those free throws? Because Tiger Campbell. Free throws were before. The free throws were before. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Gotcha, gotcha. Julian shoots, hits it with like eight seconds on the clock, right? UCLA inbounds quick. Coming down the court, Tiger Campbell on the right-hand side jumps to either shoot or pass, and Malachi strips it. Loose ball. Julian grabs it. They foul Julian with one second to go. That's right. That was all in. That was all in real time. That all happened. Yes. 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 Okay. And so, then that one second. So Julian left. makes two. So we're up. We're Julian up two. Misses it. Julian misses the first one. God damn it. <laughs> Nothing's <laughs> easy. Nothing's oh, easy. Man. Julian oh, misses. Like, yeah. And then they get that one second, and it. Everyone just is holding their breath Dude, at that, that point. Was an, that was as good a look as you – for one, with one second on the clock to mm-hmm. get up the court and have, as Christian would call him, the third all-time best UCLA player of all time. Yeah. <laughs> for Tiger Campbell to get that shot off, I thought it was going in. I I, I just was, was like, you know, this is – it for what this game has been, if this goes in, I'm not surprised. Dude, I – dude – when it was in the air, I was like, this is and it, crazy, it craziest goddamn basketball. Close. Dude. All right. Unbelievable. I'm prepared to call it the second biggest moment in program history, given the stakes, yeah. yep. given the opponent. Um, you know, who who knows how far this team will go if they lose to UConn? I, I'd still call it the second best moment. I, uh, I I don't know much about UConn. I know they have their big man. They're just uh, big. Inside. They're just big. Full stop. They're just big. They're UConn. That sounds like a typical UConn team. With some UConn like New Hur- York guards. Hurley's how a good, UConn. Yeah, Hurley is a good coach, man. They're going to get after us. But um, but but we'll we'll deal with that when it comes. Uh that's Saturday. What do you mean? It's going to be. I, no, no, but, 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 but we we need. There's one guy on this program who gets talked about a lot, mostly negative. And we have to give him his flowers. Hmm. And his name is Julian Strother. Yes, sir. Uh, I talked about the unforced air, the almost unforgivable unforced air of just a backcourt when you're casually dreaming the ball off the court. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Um, You say Marcy, too. She's just Marcy. like... Marcy's struggling over there on the sideline, just like this you know is she, not yeah. happening. It was funny as Marcy knows she's getting screen time. Like all the wives have to know. 
Yeah, like when it's grind time, those cameras are finding you. No, um, I think she is just she's just feeling it for Coach View. Oh yeah, she's for just sure. Like yeah, yeah. And oh. okay, yeah, yeah. Let's let's before we get to Julian, let's talk about Coach View. Have you noticed an evolution in him? Oh, one hundred percent. The way he carries himself in those do or die, extremely high stakes moments these days is incredible. He does. He's cool as a cucumber. He doesn't get excited. There was one time I was at Malachi when we were inbounding in and he just threw it straight out of bounds. That was one moment when he like, he let the emotions get the best of him. And he was just like, what the fuck are my guards doing? I don't have a dude, single card on this team, but he's, he's just <laughs> calmed down. So, so much. dude he's so calm. If you, if you're a relatively new Zag fan in like the last five, six years, Go look at last 10 years. Yeah. Like, go look, like, go look at get early games in like the mid two thousands. I don't know if you have like solo shots, a few, but he's like jumping around. He's like animated. He's running pacing. up and down. And that energy is transferred to the players. You know what I mean? You carry right. the, the personality of your team. Like if your leader is calm and stoic, you're going to, you're going to be calmer. I don't know if you're going to be calm and stoic, but my God, is he impressive in those big moments? In terms of like, I would be a disaster. I would well, be sweating there. Well, I think, I think the lack of Sweet Sixteens. I shouldn't say lack of, but earlier in his career, right? It, it felt bigger. Just, it felt bigger. They felt bigger. The stage yeah. was not. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're trying to do the now. You bit now. You're setting records. Yeah. How many Sweet Sixteens you're going to? How many Elite Eights you're going to? Straight to now. You're setting records. So yeah. I think it's a different mindset completely. I was so goddamn impressed by him. Um, now, if Julian airballs, I'm saying fire few today. I'm kidding. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, obviously, he knew something. If you pulled 100 Zag fans going into that last shot, and I gave you, you say, what do you want? Like A lot of people would be like, give it to Timmy, high post, and let him do a move. Let right. him beat a double team. You know, If we lose, at least we lost with... The, uh, the ball in the hands of our best player. Any number of other things, look for a back cut, whatever. Two or three people would have said like a 35-foot jumper from Julian with eight seconds to go on the clock. Like, immediate, yeah. like for, I don't know. The guy knows Dude. more about basketball than I'll ever know. And for well, him, and he's been with the Olympic team now for, to, for a yeah. couple. I think he's been with pros more. You know, for him, he's for been him to have that, that to shoot a three too. Like there was plenty of goddamn time. Um, so impressive, very impressed by Murphy. Anyway, Julian, Julian, the all time he couldn't buy a bucket for a stretch there. Hold on, what were his what were his final numbers? He had six. He had, for he had, eight for a while. He had sixteen. Hold on, let me pull this up for real. Let me go to ESPN. Julian, maybe I'm off. Rother, I'm off. Well, he had sixteen. Yeah, fucking Drew thirty six. Julian sixteen. Malachi fourteen. Malachi had a big fourteen points too. Malachi had yeah big, big buckets. Hickman, Malachi, I need more Hickman, dude. More. He's not giving you anything. Anything would be good, Nolan. <laughs> I need and, more like, Hickman. Dude, defensively. My God, Nolan. 
<laughs> Defensively, it's like he's not even out there. I need there more, man. I mean more. Uh, all right, let's pull this up. Julian was five of fifteen. Says here he had zero minutes. Uh, that's not true. Five of fifteen total. Three of eight from three. So he took that shot two of seven. I guess that's not terrible. Uh, that's more than I thought. Ten rebounds, one assist, no blocks, two turnovers. Um, the ultimate deodorant, man. You can screw around, screw around, deodorant. screw around, screw around. That that is going to cover up a lot of stink. And it's going to cover up a lot of stink for the rest of his life. Like he owns, fair. he owns one, obviously a great moment in Gonzaga basketball history. He now owns one of the greatest 50 shots in NT2A tournament history. You know what I mean? Like yes. that's going to be played a lot. Um, credit to him. He was not too big for that moment. That's the second time he's done that this year when he's had a mediocre to subpar game. And when it mattered the most, he came through. Yeah. Uh, I have to give him credit. I have to give him credit. Thank you, Jack. The balls and the execution. The confidence. The confidence. I could use a little bit of that confidence on the free throw line, maybe. Oh, the whole team. (laughs) The whole team. The whole team. What what did we shoot? 12 for As a team? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. on. Let me see this. Yeah, that was laughable down the stretch for lack of free throws. Uh, box score. Here we go. Free throws as a team. Oh my god, are you ready for this? Yes, no, it's bad. Yes, percentage wise, what we shot 48. Uh, 40, no, no, 45. 52.9. Oh, 52.9. Was... UCLA was 80%. Oh, and dude, I'm on McCronin after the game saying they had a tough whistle. I thought I didn't like some. It of was the, like it, the it was, the foul the fouls were like six to one in the first half. It was Shot, inconsistent though. It I don't was think we, really inconsistent. Yeah. Okay. Fine. But like to 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 hint that they got jobbed is super lame. You guys blew a thirteen point lead. You went no, I know eleven minutes I, without scoring. I said it was inconsistent for the fact that Anton got one where he just got hammered on one end. And then he got a ticky tack. Literally, oh the yeah, next a little play. the reach in, the reach in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm I like, come exactly on, man. Dude. Yeah, he got hammered right yeah. under the basket. Yeah, and then coming back, he like reached a little bit. I'm yeah. like, all right. So uh, they were just inconsistent, but we fought through adversity, man. Dude, my God, this team. I, I can't, know we have stretches, an and in the first half, of relationship. We could not, Rob. We didn't have a guy who could who could bring the ball up the court or like competently get it down low to Timmy. I mean, there was one time when Nolan had, uh, had Timmy posted up on a smaller guy wide open. It was like a transition ish play. And instead of passing it to Timmy, he like took on three guys in this impossible layup and like, didn't hit rim. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck, what are we doing? And I know they were probably like, we got to get Timmy a break or we got to, you know, we got to make them honest. We have to start allowing us to score or we have to make the defense spread out a little bit. Right. But like, that's not the time to do that. Um, And I think you were right, Rob. Cronin's plan was clearly let's let, let me, let's let Timmy have 30. The rest of the guards have to beat us. 
that was clearly the game plan. And we just got enough, <laughs> bare, literally barely enough from our guards. And, and we're going to see that again. Yeah. It, and I'm excited for this matchup. Like we talk about this UConn game is going to be exciting, really exciting. Cause it's, they got a great big, so it's going to be two bigs battling in the post. Yeah. And I'm, I, I wonder if that's going to be the game plan again. Yeah, we shall see. Uh, but I mean, you but just now, said it. They, they're know, so guys, big. You guys got to step up. Yeah, they're they're big enough that you know they they might be able to guard Timmy a little bit, or at least give him more trouble than UCLA did. But then, dude, Timmy's game. No, he's cold, remember bro. a couple of years ago when once or twice a game he would have the ball around the perimeter and he would drive and it would just look so weird. Yeah, it doesn't look so weird now. Like his, it looks, he's so much smoother now. Dude, he's um, cold, bro. I he's used to dad bod. He's dad bod. YMCA just cooking you at the YMCA all day. And you're like, dude, who is this guy? I used to be convinced he was going to start a fight because his like, he was like a baby deer at times. You know what I mean? His yeah. limbs were like all over the place. And I was like, he's going to catch somebody. He's going to catch the wrong guy in a jaw one of these times. And there's going right. to be blood on the court. He doesn't, I mean, he's still, obviously, he's the Kevin McHale, right? He's Mr. Fundamental. But he doesn't, he looks so smooth doing it now. Cold. God damn it. He is an all-time college great. basketball player. All-time great college basketball player. You start looking at the stats, they're stupid. Like, he's a couple wins away from being mentioned as in terms of all-time wins in a tournament for a player. He's climbing the ladder quickly. Um, and if he comes back. Which, why wouldn't you? I mean, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to. He's setting have records to, that nobody would ever touch. Right. We'd have to have Megan back on to talk about the bottom line. We, Megan needs to start capitalizing we, we, on I want. I want to get on the Timmy podcast. The Gimme Timmy? The, yeah. Yeah. Every announcer talks out. about how they're on it. Yeah. We got to get you on Gimme, Gimme Timmy. Yeah. Um. I don't – I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility if we have another – if Timmy has another 30-point performance against UConn, like, I think we might be seeing Megan Timmy commercials next year at the tournament. Oh, for sure. She's getting a lot of camera sure. time. She's pretty calm and cool, too. She doesn't like – like, she's cucumber. pretty – like, God bless Marcy. She's emotional. She's emotional emotional enough for, for her oh, and her <laughs> and my man Colt. Yep. Um, God damn it. Anyway, go Zags. Where are you watching the game tomorrow? Dude, I'm I'm torn. I almost want to go back to the same spot. Yeah, red Lion. The Red Lion in. Oh, hell yeah. The Red Lion downtown. The, yeah, I'm kind of yeah. torn about what time's what time's the game? I think it's six o'clock. Let me double check here. But I'm torn at whether I want to go back. Because the atmosphere was fire, by the way. Food was fire. Oh, did you get the uh, the meat plate? No, I didn't get the meat plate. I got uh um, dirty fr dirty fries. Those were bad. Oh, yeah. And they got bomb poppers. But anyways, there or maybe at the house, but I don't know. It I, I just don't like people seeing how stressed out I am during the game. <laughs> yeah. Like I really I don't like Dude, being it's way, that way it's way more stressful on TV. Obviously, then it is playing. Every player will tell you that. Like, because when you're, if you feel like you have control, you're less stressed. 
and you're right. in the flow of a game, you know, it's just like, it's whatever. Yeah. When you're at the game as a fan, sure, it's stressful, but like, I don't think, I, nothing is more stressful than watching it on TV. And I was in Indy watching the UCLA game with all my friends two years ago. That was stressful, but like, I would have died if I was watching that at home. Oh, it's it's man. crazy. Watching on TV is brutal, especially with a bunch it of is. people. With a bunch of people at a crowded bar, too. I think it's easier at home alone. You're like, get off me, man. Yeah, get off yeah, me. Yeah. Like, don't talk to me right now. Like, you think this is a fucking game? <laughs> it quite, <laughs> quite literally is. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what I got to talk about? What? Hold on. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me, stall for me while I pull up the uh, bet online ad. I haven't read it yet. Bet online. Did you bet on the game? Uh, yes, I did actually, and I put Gonzaga money line. Dude, that's another thing. Gonzaga started the week a point and a half, two point favorite or uh, dogs, meaning they got. If you bet on them, you got a point and a half or two points. Yeah. By tip off, they were one point favorites. So a lot of big sharp money came late on the Zags. And uh, I'll tell you something, it did not look good for about an hour. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at Bet Online. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Updated odds for everything from live games to conference championships right through the Final Four and Championship game. Bet Online is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, to receive your bonus. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. So, anyway, like, this is crazy to think. You look at that 2019 Gonzaga team, mm -hmm. in my opinion, that was, I mean, it, you toss up that team 2021. I think the 2017 national championship runner-up team is in third place. I That 2019, 2019 team with Rui, Brandon Clark, Kispert, Tilly. Tilly. Was Tilly there? Or was Tilly gone? Yep. No, okay. Tilly was there. That's okay. Well, Tilly, marginal NBA guy. I named you three guys, three not three NBA guys, three good NBA guys. It's right. Kispert, Rui, and Brandon Clark. And we lost to Texas Tech in the Elite Eight. This Gonzaga basketball team has gotten as far as that team. This Gonzaga basketball team, with all of its beautiful flaws and unpredictable, <laughs> like, the t the team without a competent point guard, I said it, just got as far as that 2019 team that was loaded with NBA talent, and they can they've already matched them. All they can do is beat them now and go to the final four. That like th what a crazy crazy sport this is, dude. Because if we I, this is the greatest time in sports is this period right here this month. It really is. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And like, as soon as it's over, we got the masters and it's like spring. It's like the weather's nice and Spokane. People are just happier. Chill out about the masters. It's uh, yeah. I thought I'd slip that in past. Yeah. I didn't get yeah, it. I know. Like, okay. come on, come on. Um, yes. God damn it. God bless his eggs. Come on boys. We can do this. Oh dude. I talk about every time we lose, I talk about um, 
getting emotionally invested and how it's like irresponsible because they lose right. and we just feel so dejected. The next devastating loss of your Zag career, not saying it happens this season, but it's going to happen at some point down the road, maybe a year from now, maybe two years from now. And you feel like, why am I a fan of sports? Sports is the worst. Remember this feeling. Because they paid back a little, some dividends when it comes to your emotional investment in this Gonzaga basketball team. That's all I got. Uh, I'm, I'm just rooting for these guys again. Way to just, way to evolve throughout the season. That's the best way I could say it. They evolved throughout the season. They ha- We had some turmoils like, are we even going to make the tournament this year? To the point where it was like, like, well, let's get everyone else sucked. Like, there's no, there's no top tier th- uh, three, four teams that are everyone's afraid of. You know, because we drop a couple and we like, oh, we're still twelve in the country. Oh wow! And then you and look then around, and you're like, yeah, sudden... everyone else sucks. And again, another thing, like, I gave this. I was so frustrated with this team offensively for times, and then I realized it's just because I'm spoiled because Gonzaga's right. just been excellent through the years offensively. You watch some of these games. Nobody can make a shot and their sets are gross. And so they just like spread it out and let their best player try to like beat somebody they off the dribble. On yeah. It's Speaking of, off, it's Kansas beautiful. state. That guy is incredible. Huh? How fun is that guy? Dude, this, I don't know what it is about this season, but this tournament has been great. I agree. There's something different about this tournament and it's, great. Like, it's even more fun. Um, I've got to go. I'm like 16 right. minutes late for a call. He's Rob Sackray. I'm Jack Ferris. Do you? We haven't done this in a long time. Do you have? Do you have something to leave us with? If not, it's okay. You've probably got a couple off the dome. I lost you. <laughs> there it is. Go Zags. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.